Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro and Devin Nakoba. Hi. Two weeks in a row, guys. I know. Two weeks in a row that we're all here. going to catch COVID, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> anybody's right. going to be you, Devin. <laughs> Not. I don't know. I went to a restaurant last night at Waikiki. It was pretty crowded. Oh. What uh, are you? Before, <laughs> we're all going to get it. We're all going to get it. Now. <laughs> Again. Oh. Well, Biden got it twice, right? <laughs> and then Biden got it twice. Yeah. Well, the wife and now just his got wife it. just got it. So <laughs> Snap. Biden's oh. going to get it a third time, and then his wife's going to get it for a second time. It will, it will never end. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the strains. Back and forth, right? <laughs> okay, before we begin, let me remind our listeners of the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to download the podcast. And finally, you can email us at High Sessions at Yahoo. Dot com. If you'd like to help the show and get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and donate. There you get to be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. I'd like to thank Matt, who is our newest patron. Matt, thank you, Matt. Matt. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Matt, you got to, and it's a, it's a Matt that I know, and he's oh. not from here, but if you ever visit, come back. We'll shoot some uh, high session stuff. He's a good musician. Oh. oh. Uh, Koopa Koopa Landscape. Landscaping, landscape architects, please call Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 for Just a free Just saw him this morning. Oh, you saw him this morning? Yeah, he finished my garage. He laid gravel underneath my new garage. Oh, nice. And then, um, you know that, that portal? That, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, put, yeah, well, I don't want any mud right underneath, yeah, so he put, yeah. he put gravel for the past couple of days. Oh, nice. Came to check out the finished products. So how's that, how's that roof? Thanks, Kevin. How's that good, roofing? Working good. Good. Yeah. Nice. So um, I also referred him. a long time ago. I've heard him, some, uh, somebody was asking about landscaping the other day, too. So. Mm. Call Kupu Kupu. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> uh, thank you again to Ford Ruger Market. I had the Rugerlicious. This, you had the chicken long rice, yep. right? Thank Always you. Always tasty. Play play day. Mixed ahi bowl. Mixed ahi bowl. Yeah. You, good? Okay, awesome. Be good. Okay, and then uh, you can go to Kubu 94.7 to find Devin, highlifeclothing.com to find Kyle, locationshawaii.com to find me. All right. So now to introduce our guest, Alex Cheng is a digital artist, marketer, and storyteller. Uh, runs a company called Instamersion mm-hmm. and does kind of a lot of stuff. So um, Devin and Kyle, just meeting him today, but I've yeah. known Alex for a long time. So I'll probably get started on some topics sure. and then I'm sure you guys are going to jump in because Alex is like, oh, so you're also friends with our partner in, in the show, Dave Kusumoto. Yes. <laughs> and I was talking to Dave um, yesterday about you know alex and basically dave said alex is one of these guys like he gets interested in something and then he's good at it Mm. he's good at everything he does so there's all these different things that you're just good at i guess Mm. but um but thanks (laughs) for being here on the podcast thank you thank you for having me so first of all let's let's get some background on you so you're a local boy right no 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 you're not i I am born in (laughs) already we start (laughs) off already (laughs) born in boston born in uh brookline massachusetts so it's kind of little outskirts of of boston where i think jfk was born there and but this little quaint town uh right outside of boston and was there for like four years until until moving to california pretty much can we how how do a bunch of asians end up in boston (laughs) (laughs) I think it was probably through my dad was in uh, Brandeis University. My mom was in um, Massachusetts. Uh, I think it's the School of Pharmacy. And then they met at some Asian, oh. like, <laughs> gathering. Uh-huh. There were about like, 20 like, Asians in all of Boston <laughs> together in this one spot. Somebody had a hookup, right? <laughs> yeah, Asians of the East Coast yeah. Conference. Yeah, yeah, there you go. They yeah, had yeah. to continue the race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so don't dilute go. it man yeah. Keep going. we're totally kidding we're totally kidding <laughs> okay oh i didn't i didn't know you from all the way over there yeah and it's but you've been in california since you were since you can kind of remember since i was like four yeah and then my only connection here was just coming out to uh in 97 for summer school and then i moved out here in 03 and that's when i met dave <laughs> oh. so when you were here um for summer school did you automatically go wow i want to live here one day not automatic i mean like at a glance it was more just looking at you know having this whole stereotype of what paradise is right Mm -hmm. but then actually i had i don't know if you guys remember glenn grant yes Mm -hmm. yeah storyteller so he was actually our professor and then he would yeah he would just talk story 
um, take us on ghost walks. And, oh, yeah. Those but ghost it was, walks are legendary. Oh, my man. gosh. That yeah. guy was special, man. It's he really could tell special. a story. Yeah. Yeah. And so just the way that he was able to communicate the heart of Hawaii, Aloha, and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. that's what really sold me. Mm. Do you want to move this? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't need to talk to Devin anymore. I just, I just no, we, we, we had a whole thing about this yeah. last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So, you, you're... You know, this this changes his whole like line yeah, of questioning. Yeah, yeah. Now he's like, "Oh no, why <laughs> <laughs> change this?" Up. I'm actually a banana. I'm like, I'm like super white on the inside. So, so where were you, where did you dorm at UH? <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. What is that? Where were you dorming at UH in '97? I was I, f- I forget the name of it, but I was one uh, of the towers. At first, I wasn't. I was I was paired up with with the old guy. And then apparently, there's a lot of old people that that take classes at UH. To oh yeah, yeah, have a cheap vacation and dorm. Uh, at like one of the dorms, yeah. And so by then I was like partying every night. Okay, wait, wait, hang yeah. on, hang on. When you, when you say old guy, he was like 25, 26 no, he's years like, old. he's like in the 70s. Whoa, he's no like, way. He's, he's like, wow. Did he party with you? Oh, no, no, he couldn't keep up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How? Wow, that's interesting. So yeah. summer school. The summer school, okay. Yeah. And then you came back to move here in? In 03. 03, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, was your... Hawaii experience great and that's why you wanted to move back or just an opportunity came up out here it was it was kind of a combination of things I got really sick oh and then uh, I had this crazy kind of God experience so then okay I just had this uh this epiphany I guess you can kind of say right and so I actually just uh like just heard this voice from God just telling me to follow my dream and then when I came over, like, you know, coming to Hawaii was like, oh, I just want to retire early. I'm tired of work. Mm-hmm. Before then, I had, you know, worked so much. I went to school so much. And I just wanted a different life and wanted mm. something where, like, oh, like why do you got to wait till you're 60 or 70 to live the life that you want to live, right? Why can't you do that now? And so I said, hey, let's seize that moment. And uh, and actually, when I got here, I got healed from, from uh, yeah, like I was suffering from just crazy uh, medical um, like my whole body was like rebounding because of all these meds that I was taking mm. to oh. battle um, like super bad eczema and psoriasis. But when I came really? here, everything got like just oh, healed from head to toe. Yeah. Wow. And so that was just like, for me, I see it's a touch from God. <laughs> so you were um, diagnosed in LA and then in, came, uh, LA, and came yeah. here to, for healing? or did you Came here for healing and just to kind of start afresh, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So start new and I was like, I want that retired life now. <laughs> Wow. Well, let, let me ask you because, uh, you know, a lot of people have eczema, psoriasis. Yeah, yeah. When you go back to the mainland, does it yeah. does it kind of come back? Now it doesn't. Now it doesn't. doesn't. Like for me, I'm realizing a lot of it's more diet based. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, just stress, right? Stress is a huge one. Um, but yeah, it's different for everyone, right? Like some people it's genetic and, and so forth. Yeah. But I feel like food and just diet is like so huge in itself. Like I cut dairy. Uh, I just had a Coke, but I'm trying to cut more sugar, <laughs> caffeine and stuff like that. But no, like all that, all that stuff makes a huge, huge difference. You yeah. know, I know a lot of people that live here and can't wait to live in the mainland because they have rock fever. Yeah. Or vice versa, right? Sure, yeah. You know, did you ever encounter that when you moved here? Uh, probably in the beginning stages, yeah. But once, you know, I was able to find community and everyone was just so friendly and just was helping me out. So... Um, after was able to just kind of find my good, you know, Dave was one of those people that just really helped me acclimate and learn about the culture and just find good people to be around. But yeah, just just that in itself, I was like, okay, that's just telling of the spirit of aloha, right? To yeah. have somebody like that um, be able to love on you in that kind of way. So wait, you you and John are about the same age then? Is I'm 44. Okay. We're the exact same age. Right? Exact, exact same age, age. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But probably a lot more wisdom, a lot no, better no, no, looks, no. Uh, no, richer. No, no. No I better looks. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you can go that far, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. Taller. You know, we're, we're trying to be real on this podcast. Yeah. There you yeah, know. Yeah. We, we're okay. very we're a little too real sometimes. We, we're truth tellers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so you grew up in the LA area. Grew up in LA, Pasadena, Pasadena area. Yeah. So, so it's not one of those things where people can say, "Well, you know, he wanted to move here so he could see all the Asians." Right, right. People, no. See people like because in LA, I mean, that's what you get as yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, there's a yeah, like yeah. where I live, uh, Pasadena, or I lived in a small kind of quaint town called San Marino mm-hmm. and that's like oh, now yeah, it's like okay. 60-70% Asians over there so. Yeah. Wow. so what's the biggest contrast that you've experienced with living there and living here with yeah. the people and even even fellow Asians and I whatever I would say you know? in general motivations are different right mm-hmm. and so LA is very 
you know, everyone's a wannabe actor, wannabe model. Um, mm. You know, it's all about the cars you drive. It's all about how much you're making. But were you like that when you were? Oh yeah, there? fully. Really? Yeah, that's all. <laughs> like you know, that's what um, compelled me, right? To. Mm. But then when I came over here, yeah, it's still a little bit of that because human nature, right? Yeah. But, um, the things that kind of matter, everything's a lot more simplified. Um, relationally, things matter more. Community. Um, things of that sort, like, I was like, okay, you know what? I don't need to deal with a lot of the BS that you're dealing with in L.A. Like, I just wasn't ever about that. Did yeah. you convince some friends to come here too? Uh, a lot of people have visited, and then maybe a few friends have moved out. But, yeah, not a lot. I mean, it's a big leap just with the cost of living. And yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. A lot of people just have a hard time making it, right? Yeah. 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 And your business, um, Instamersion, is right, right. it's... Basically, digital production, right, so right. it's uh, video, photography, video, storytelling, design, marketing, all that kind of stuff. Right, 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 yeah. How did you fall into that? Yeah, it was uh, actually sort of from college. So college was just like my time at woman, drugs, and, and so I would get stoned pretty much every night. <laughs> and then I was taking art classes, and I would always mess with my roommate, and I would say, hey, like, I have this dream of starting this studio, this uh, graphic design studio. He's like, yeah, like, what are you going to call it? I was like, oh, I'm going to make a... Uh, instantly immersive experience and this is like when i'm like super high i'm like i'm like i want to create instantly immersive experiences and he's like so so what are you gonna call it then i was like oh what about like instamersion i'm gonna combine the two names now this is in la this was in san diego yeah okay when i was in san diego yeah Yeah. and so yeah so this wasn't the old guy roommate this was a different (laughs) just check it make sure you moved on yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. this was maybe like third year of college or second year of college and then just that name stuck yeah and then it actually became yeah not only the name of um, my business for graphics but for real estate, we have a charitable lead trust that's under that name too, and so that name's just kind of been the, I guess, like my brand, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't, I don't really consider it that. Wow, that's awesome. So, <laughs> in the digital world, what what is going on right now? Because I feel like almost everybody is uh, mm-hmm. is a digital marketer, and yeah, yeah. So, what what do you do to differentiate yourself, or 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 what do you see as as the trends happening sure. now for because yeah. it. You know, I, I thought, man, th- this world is coming to a place where mm-hmm. everybody's going to have somebody else following, just following them around with a camera. You Definitely, know? yeah. And I mean, with technology, anybody can be a videographer now. Anyone mm-hmm. could read up online and learn how to market and be a social media expert, right? Yeah. I mean, like when people say that, I'm like, wait, who can really be a social media expert? Because it's only existed for yeah. X amount of years, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, I think, you know, where things are going, it's a lot of things are more automated, right? So like a lot of web design, you're seeing like, you know, just last, what, it's like 10 years, like there are no web designers, right? Everything is just, mm. you can make something on Square or like yeah. Wix, right? Um, is it that easy? I've never tried. It is, it is, yeah, oh, okay. with templates and yeah, Dude, you don't really need so to Canva, right? I met Dave in uh, 1990. Five, yeah, that was like dial-up days, and at right? That, yeah, dial-up. dial-up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and at that time, he was trying to teach me to code to make websites. Yeah, yeah. And it was like writing <laughs> all these lines of code, and then boop, it would the page would turn yellow. You know, yeah. Like, oh, yellow. You know, yeah. Like, it's like all that coding just for like yeah, a simple that. thing, <laughs> and, and it looks lame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I had some friends um, in graphic design started to do websites, right, right. and I was like, okay, this is gonna be the future, I guess. What is your program? And I looked at it, and I was like. I can't wait till it gets easier. Because <laughs> I knew the technology yeah. were just going to keep improving, you know? Up, yeah. yeah. I mean, and now yeah. it's at that point where anybody can do a website. Anybody, right? anybody, yeah. So again, with like technology and just everything is becoming, um, yeah, kind of less of a novelty, I guess, in terms mm-hmm. of like web design being a profession yeah. or even, yeah, like marketing. Like, I remember when Flash was a big thing. Yeah, that? That, was, yeah. that was when I got into the web was when Flash yeah. was huge. Yeah, I, so. yeah. Uh, Kusumoto used to do Flash. Yeah, they, they specialized in that. Yeah, this, that was their this thing. company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, but the thing that the screen would be so small, like it wouldn't fill the whole screen for some reason with Flash. Yeah, you have to kind of keep everything within certain constraints because. Yeah. Yeah, but now everything is like, well, you're looking at responsive and mm-hmm. mobile tablets and all that kind of stuff, which they didn't really, they weren't pushing that back in the day, right? Mm. But now it's like there has to be this kind of like cross-platform ease for like on whatever device you're on, you're getting the same It just experience. seems It seems frustrating as someone who's been doing this for a long time. It must be a man... Like you were no. saying, right? You write the code and then the thing turns <laughs> yellow and now kids are just like, bleep, bleep. Yeah. You know, you're like yeah. a five-year-old building a site and you go, dude, seriously? But it's the same right, thing right. with everything, right? Sure. I mean, yeah. like we no longer have to do this to dial a phone anymore. I mean, yeah. Everything progresses. But is there anything you know? that's that you've noticed um, has sort of carried on? Is it 
the creative process of it because yeah i mean anybody can make a site but yeah it's hard to make a site that's that looks good worth a crap oh yeah, yeah some of them you look at yeah, them yeah. you go did a five-year-old make this <laughs> design still plays an important yeah. role i mean you have all your yeah. fundamentals right yeah. when right. it comes to usability color when it comes to color choices fonts um just overall content layout mm. and so those things you know are gonna traditionally stick right but it's more in terms of like the ways in which you go about it the, the ease of putting something out there right so, so in your experience adapting and taking on new types of programs and different ways of doing things yeah. throughout the years how fast do you think it evolves for you like every six months you're learning, learning a new oh, program gee. i'm not i'm not really in the game too much anymore yeah mm-hmm. yeah so actually my my business is kind of operating at a super minimal level uh-huh. um, but from what i'm learning is like this is where we kind of did a whole pivot because it was all graphic, de- like traditional graphic design, traditional web design. And once everything kind of shifted, then uh, we actually focused more on video. Mm-hmm. So video started becoming something that was just fun. You know, you could have like people on set. You're working with, you're collaborating with other people. You're not just stuck behind a computer. So we actually did a huge, yeah, we still do a little bit. I mean, like, I don't even want to say a little bit. Well, yeah, hardly any logo design graphic design branding like i just kind of leave that to the other guys and if there's anything that i take on these days it's video because it's just Mm. it's just fun Mm. and the product is a lot more rewarding yeah well you know like um this is happening right now like as we speak so i I enjoy taking photos i'm not a video guy Mm. but i'd post my stuff on instagram and your stuff looks amazing though like thanks (laughs) man thank you you actually have a good eye in photography thank you yeah but, uh, you know, recently, within the last few months, Instagram mm. just announced they're like, we're not prioritizing video, uh, photos anymore. Yeah. It's all about reels and video. Right. And, like, I can tell, like, when I post a picture now, I don't get as much engagement yeah. as I used to. And I'm assuming it's right. just not being um, passed around or I don't know yeah. how that thing gets yeah. out there. But mm. if you they, do a reel, then it's like, oh, there's a lot of engagement. A lot of I, had traction, a, I had a friend that experimented with this Instagram thing. And I guess maybe our listeners can chime in, too. Mm. Um, yeah, everybody's post is getting kind of like blogged down or not shown enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the everybody's likes right? that was normally 300 at the time now is like 70 or mm. 60 or whatever. And then there's this offering for do reels. Yeah. And there's this also offering to pay for advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. And then he paid just yeah. to see. And his numbers went to the roof. Yeah. His followers went to the roof until he did research and actually looked at the actual followers. Yeah. And it's like bots. Yeah. Mm. Not real people. Yeah, yeah, they're not real. No. So it, there's just a false sense of security in that, yeah, too. It's, I mean, like, they're trying to push product, right? They're trying yeah. to push advertising. They're trying to push different features that they have so yeah. that you get this sense, hey, I'm getting 300 likes, yeah, right, right? But they're right. not even real. Yeah, and <laughs> now the comments now before were like, hey, great design or great picture. Yeah. A lot of comments were like, follow me on. Yeah. That's the, that's <laughs> the, that's the comments. It's just spam, right? Yeah, it's just and spam. I'm like, oh, yeah. this thing is ending. Yeah. They got to either switch or they got to end this mm. thing pretty soon yeah. yeah so i just took the philosophy that um i'm doing you know social media to just share with friends and family and right. stuff what i'm what i'm up to so i post you know so many a week and that's it yeah and if if i don't get the engagement i mean it, whatever that's, like, that, yeah, whatever yeah that, that, that's what it, what it comes down to but yeah so i mean just within the last few months there's been a big shift in oh, huge yeah. social media advertising and yeah. all that stuff mm. i mean you guys probably deal with it too with kumu and all that yeah they keep trying to have us um post stuff they were asking us to post things and i was just posting pictures because i'm fundamentally lazy and i don't want to sit there doing <laughs> video and yeah. and i you know and the other thing too is i mean it's sunway and i don't want to sit there going hey uh we're gonna shoot a video yeah but you normally we do radio so <laughs> you're shooting a video of somebody who may not want to be on a video sure All right, right? Yeah, i don't want to and it's it's women so i don't want to <laughs> sit there and have her go okay uh so put on all your makeup stuff. I mean, not that she even needs it, but, you know, if, yeah. if she's not feeling mm. positive about it one day or whatever, right? Like, guys, we don't care. I'm just like, uh, okay. Oh, I hate videotaping myself. Get my oh, forehead in the picture. <laughs> you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. But it's like you said, the, the engagement part of it is different, right? So um, I don't know. I and um, Just this past weekend, we had the, the air show, right? Oh, and yeah. So, How was that? Um. It was loud, <laughs> and the parking was awful. Dude, traffic too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it took me two hours to get from outside the uh, base. The base. Oh, my gosh. On to base. It took me two hours. And yeah. then once I got there, 
Then I had to walk another half an hour to get yep. to the gate. <laughs> oh and then And then I you're kind of hungry and you got to stand in line. For yeah, yeah. And the, and the lines for the food were insane. Well, you were there for work, not pleasure, right? Yeah, but I mean, I was there and then I got there. And by the time I got there, I kind of had to leave because oh. I had something else I had to go do. Mm. So I was supposed to be there from like 10 to 12. And then I got there and went, holy crap. And then a plane start going and you can't talk to anybody because it's just... <laughs> the whole time it's like oh my god but um uh the interesting thing was uh you know i took a couple pictures when i was there i posted the pictures on like instagram because our instagram goes to our facebook and i'm like peace i'm out <laughs> that was cool yay and i didn't really think about it but you know now you guys are saying well people don't even engage and that's that's probably true what? but then my one of my coworkers at a different station did all this video, like video of the mm, planes yeah. and she's walking in the kiosk and all that kind of stuff. And I went, wow, cool. But we have 3,000 people who watch, who look at our Facebook and she get like 90, mm. right? So then what do you, how do you compare those two? Because it's sort of, yeah. right? Because people aren't being driven to their site. Like she's making mm -hmm. all this, I'm, and I'm sorry, I don't want to even say the station, but they're, making all this stuff but nobody's getting driven there at all so yeah. nobody's seeing it it's just and then she was doing some really good work she's videotaping stuff and you know so i went what's the point and is there and advice then, you can give us yeah mm -hmm. get off of social media they're trying to fool the system now with instagram people are Cancel posting still pictures to reels just to get the exposure now. Oh. they're doing that now interesting but, i mean i don't know Maybe it is the end. Yeah. Well, no, but they because they're they're <laughs> asking us times. they're asking us to engage. Like when I when we first started doing the radio thing and the and that started to hit, it was, the I think some of the other stations were saying you have to post every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have to post something. You have to write up something. Whatever. And now they're asking us, and I'm like, I don't understand why I'm doing this. Cause Didn't the um, Kardashians already complain about this? Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. 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 So once the Kardashians are involved with you know mm. complaining, you know everybody. Yeah, they get the final say. Yeah, right? they got a list yeah, on the yeah. <laughs> Oh, because they like to do pictures too. Yeah, right? and a Paris Hilton too, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know? Yeah, Paris Hilton's grown out of it too. Yeah. yeah so, future-wise, what are your thoughts on like this metaverse, this NFT world, all this kind of stuff? Are you involved with that anyway? Yeah, are you looking I've, at your company? I've read a little involved? bit about it. And honestly, I looked a little bit at the real estate in it too. Mm, uh -huh. It seems a little bit ridiculous. You didn't buy a house next to Snoop Dogg in the metaverse? No, no, no. <laughs> not yet, not uh -huh. yet. But no, like, I mean, if to me, if you're not using these kinds of things on a daily basis where you can be in your car using it or like be out and about, then... How are you gonna wear like this crazy headset? <laughs> like, you yeah. Know, right? Well, they're so, saying it's gonna be contact lenses pretty yeah. soon. Well, they're gonna start with the glasses. Yeah. Right? Well, how yeah. is it gonna be contact lenses when they don't even have the glasses going yet? That's you know? true. They can't uh, quite get those. I bought I those mean, stupid it, Google glasses, and those were a complete takes, waste mm -hmm. of time. Yeah. But it, I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's gonna be a while. It's got a ways of, to go. No man, things move fast nowadays. Yeah, but they also a while is ten years anymore. A while is like. A year. Yeah, yeah but they also know? disappear fast. I mean, that's the that's the thing, right? These the They're the trends, life of right? these things. Yeah, yeah they, they they trend super fast, and they just go boom, and they just mm -hmm. die off. Like the NFT thing. Yeah. All of a oh, sudden, yeah. NFTs aren't really being talked yeah, about. Madonna. About Madonna it. did that NFT of her herself and oh yeah her, yeah, yeah yeah her thing growing a growing yeah. a tree and stuff and she yeah. thought she was gonna get like all this money. Yeah. And now I think the NFT late, is worth yeah. like twelve bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Most people made money off of it. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna ever go awesome. or not, though. Yeah. That's a fun wave while last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But there's supposed to be another Oculus coming out, like I think later this year. Oh, really? Oh, really? Not, but I think Apple's gonna come yeah. out with one. That's, I think that's next. their goal too. Yeah, yeah. I like my Oculus, and now they've uh, they've mothballed it, so now it doesn't even work. Which really is really? Oh, really? Yeah. What do you mothballed it? I bought like? the I bought the first I bought the first Oculus. Uh -huh. Right, and it was great, and you. It's all immersive and all that stuff. And then when they brought up the second one, they said, hey, by the way, um, your old one may not work. Because yeah, yeah. Well, because they tethered it to your Facebook account. Mm. Oh, right? My son no. doesn't have a Facebook account, so then he has to use my Facebook account in order to jump onto the thing and do stuff. So he's playing as Devin. <laughs> Yeah, wandering around, and I'm like, he's a 12 year old dealing with adults in this world. He's playing a backgammon. Oh, oh yeah, he's playing all kinds of stuff. Oh my god, and it's yeah. it's insane. But now, uh, all of a sudden, he goes, Dad, it's just not working. And I'm like, what do you mean it's not working? 
it just doesn't work. Like it doesn't connect. You mm -hmm. can't, I, and there's all these games on the headset, all this stuff and none of it works. And my son goes, oh, I think we have to erase it and then redo it. And I went, no, cause you erase it and it's just erased. There's n nothing that's gonna come back. And I went, my goodness, we spent all that money on that crap. <laughs> well, in your, in your eyes and your business, what is the future? That's a good question. I don't know. Like, for me, I'm wanting to, uh, this is just me personally, but I'm wanting to kind of get out of technology. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've been into it for so long, and it's uh -huh. always going to be a part of my life. But to stay at the forefront of technology, yeah. there's just, I mean, it's there's hard. always something new and interesting yeah. coming out, right? Yeah. But then, I don't know, for me, just kind of coming back to basics and <laughs> relating to people like people, like, I just, you know, I miss that, right? Mm. Especially after the pandemic. Where yep, everyone's on Zoom. <laughs> so yeah. are you on the computer less now and going hiking and trying to, trying now? to, yeah, just yeah. trying to get away from, I mean, like, I have my phone on, on uh, do not disturb all the time now because oh, wow. I'm just always flooded with texts or calls or but it's, it's just something that's been owning my life for so mm -hmm. long. Mm -hmm. I heard it's right. kind of liberating when you can turn off your phone and not answer yeah, it Yeah, and not feel like you're obligated to check yeah. something, look at a notification. Or, but yeah, I mean, it has crazy psychological yeah. um, effects, right? Mm -hmm. and so, wow. Well, let's talk about uh, going from NFT investing to yes. real estate investing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's something that you... One of my favorite topics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. So, so uh, Alex is one of these guys that, um, I mean, it's been almost 20 years right since you started yeah, yeah yeah you know we discussed it briefly years ago right. about investing into real estate you're one of the guys who like really put a plan together mm. did did the plan didn't stray from the plan just kind of stuck to it now yeah. it's kind of kind of working for you so yep. tell us about that journey of what, yeah. what got, even got you in, interested in real yeah. estate well first uh, well my, my parents were actually in real estate and so oh, okay. in the in the mainland, um, yeah, they were doing lots of management. My dad started as a realtor and then became a broker. And then eventually he just started managing all these um, more like strip malls and plazas and wow. so forth. Yeah, so that's kind of where it started. So I grew up kind of hearing about a lot of real estate without really wanting to get into it. And then, um, and then he actually got really big into the foreclosure market in the 80s. And so they just went nuts buying all these dilapidated old... Uh, complexes fixed them all up and then now they're just they sold everything and they're just into their retirement but wow. they had situations where yeah they were cash flowing just crazy amounts of money just based on on uh, income coming in from that sense yeah and so it's something that they always wanted me to get into trying to get me to get my real estate license but I never I'm like no I want to be an artist but then it was just something that I just kind of kept learning along the way and then when I bought my first house here um, this is probably back in 2004. Um, it was just a place in Milani, and uh, it was three and a half or three bedroom, two and a half. And um, at the time, it was like crazy mortgage payments; could barely mm. afford living there. But I just kind of said, "No, oh, I'm just gonna work and pay down the mortgage for you know as much as I can." And then just over time, real estate did its thing, gained a lot of equity, um, and then just kind of was able to figure out ways to use that equity to make more money. Yeah, and so I was like, I was like, well, I can either live off of this thirty or like three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars, or I can reinvest that into something that makes more money. So started doing lots of research on cash flow real estate, and then got in touch with a few companies and and, and different partners, and that's where it just kind of started going nuts. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you've been doing the the snowballing technique of paying snowballing technique, uh, yeah, paying down mortgages and. Uh, it's a it's a controversial topic. Very controversial, yeah. Amongst um, amongst financial people well, and realtors, yeah. and yeah. So um, maybe because Devin's giving me the the good look. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, so well, I, I, it sounds it sounds like what uh, Augie was selling. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right? right? He yeah. said you so you do a uh, you get a loan line of credit, line, yeah. right? A line of credit. Then you take the line of credit and you pay down a bunch of stuff. And then you live simply off the line of credit yeah. while you, you just be super disciplined and yeah. just keep paying that off. Yeah. And then once it's paid off, then you just make your next investment, right? And then, but you keep doing that because it's a system where you have to stay within your means, you have to do it systematically. And then, if you can do it a few times, then eventually it's just going to start kind of creating this momentum or this snowball. How, how long did it take from the time that you started doing that until the time that you felt yeah. like, oh, this is actually like, I'm starting to see money coming in. Yeah, yeah. It know? was a very slow process in the beginning. And then probably like around a year, 
A oh, year? that's not that's, that's, that's slow. pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like slow. Fast, like, yeah. hey, well, like once the what? once it understood the concept and then like the numbers made sense in my head, then I just started putting everything into the system. Yeah. Why is this controversial? Well, I, like if you talk to loan officers, they'll tell you that. Okay, so um, to explain it as simply as I can, the way they good they, luck. <laughs> the way they pitch this thing to you is that instead of. Uh, you know, your mortgage is paying your mortgage as you normally would. You take out an equity line, use the equity line to pay down a portion of your mortgage, and then you pay off the equity line, and you continually do this process until your mm. um, until your mortgage is gone. And yeah, I don't know how you would run the numbers on this thing, but pe- some people run the numbers and say it doesn't work. It's the same thing as if you just pay down your mortgage faster and all that kind of stuff. But I've seen I've seen it work, mm. like in Alex's case, I've seen it not work. And uh, when it doesn't work, is it really bad? Uh, it, can, it can be. It can yeah. be, yeah, depending on... So what's on the trick to making it work and not work? Um, so so th- the part that I'm not clear on, and I've never been able to get a good, is like whether or not um, mathematically how different, how much of a difference it makes. But I've seen people like Alex mm-hmm. like pay off pay off mortgages really quickly with mm. it. So I'm assuming it does something. And when he means, when you mean quickly, you mean like five, ten years kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, versus your 30, yeah. 30 year, right? Yeah. And like a lot of it too, it's maybe not paying it off outright, but it's kind of more so like you're, you're changing your debt situation, right? And so a lot of guys use the term arbitrage, right? Where it's like, oh, if you move, if you have a traditional 30 year mortgage, you have a balance left on that. But what if you got a HELOC on that that was at 1% or 2%? And then if you locked at the time, let's say like at 5 or whatnot, then you're moving it from a 5% environment into a 1% environment. And so you're quote unquote paying it off, but then you're, but now you have all this, um, like a credit card that you can use to do other things, right? Mm. And so. Yeah, I think the the crux of it is whether or not you can be disciplined enough to follow the program, which it I takes, think yeah. Yeah. most yeah. discipline. I, yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Devin's buying the next Oculus. He can't live off of <laughs> <laughs> I spend far too much money. Yeah. I would have a hard time. I mean, we went yeah. extreme. Like we went, we were minimalists for like, you know, a few years. Oh. We we just that. saw like how everything worked where like to what point were you guys just eating spam musubis every day? Or yeah, something? like we were doing things like that. Yeah, really? we're, we're just kind of minimizing. We're just trying to cut down our expenses mm-hmm. as much as we could. No Netflix, no like everything to the T. And we said, hey, if we do this for X amount of years, then well, we'll start to reap the rewards. This so. is when you got married. Uh, a little bit before, like it took me a while to explain this whole thing to my wife. Yeah, I'm not in for that. She's like, on? What I'm not buying like, clothes. Wait, what what kind of scheme is this? Yeah. <laughs> but now she believes it. Oh yeah, she totally yeah. And so it took a while for even you know for even couples to figure out like how do you find understanding within a marriage to be able to say hey we're gonna throw all of our paychecks. Into you have this, kids? Right? No, we don't yet. Yeah. Was that part of the plan though? At least hold off for a couple of years to um, bring the expenses. No, down, no, no. So? I think I think if it happened, it happened. But mm. yeah, but we just said well, hey, there's, let's a, there's a whole movement, right, of people that are living quote unquote minimalist mm-hmm. life. To uh, I forget the acronym, but it's like retire early. It's, it's like raid or something like okay. that. But it's like basically retire early raid. No, no, but I, <laughs> yeah, I don't forget the, yeah. the thing. But th- I mean, th- someone gave me a book on it, and it's mm. basically these couples that. They want to retire, you know, in their 40s yeah. or, or mm-hmm. even earlier. And so what they do is they live like this ridiculously simple yeah. life and save up and try to get um, ahead, you know. Sure, and some yeah. of them do it through stocks and, mm-hmm. and mutual funds. Some of them do it through real estate. But the whole idea is you're trying to take as much money as you no, can fully, and, just, yeah. and just invest it early yeah. mm-hmm. so that you have this big pile. So yeah. how yeah. was it for you being a minimalist for like that certain amount of time? Yeah. Is it like dieting or after no, a while yeah. you just miss eating a steak? or Watch the, um, I think it's called the Minimalist Documentary. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I don't that. know if that's the right um, name, but or like the Minimalists. I think that that's what these, these two guys, but they have a documentary on Netflix. There's two of them, but watch the first one. And then they'll pretty much tell you like the philosophies of it and just how how and then like Marie Kondo like what's your name like yeah like Marie yeah, Kondo, Kondo was yeah. the one that kind of took it to a different extreme but the whole essence is that we're so attached to our stuff mm-hmm. and that if we were to just able to minimize what we have and you know like when you open up your closet usually like you have your go-to shirts right but you yeah. have like 20 Aloha shirts yeah and so like you're actually only using like two or three so why not give away the rest actually just <laughs> I just well, had this conversation well. with Devin 
Yeah. So I use every single one of my shirts. Oh, okay. Because I load them in on one side, and then I take them out on the other side. That's actually what I do with my t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I and my underwear. Yeah. And so I just grab you have whatever like a rotation kind of thing. Yeah. Going I just on. grab whatever's next, and yeah. I just you know every so I I wear them all because then I would feel like I'm wasting if I don't wear yeah, yeah. all these shirts. Right. Right. Know? I just grabbed the one on the top of the laundry pile, so it's pretty much the same five <laughs> things over and over. Yeah, see, that's, why, that's why you got to load from the bottom. Uh, right? I only did it with my underwear. You know. Yeah, you load, load from, from the bottom. You, you, you attention to what underwear yeah, yeah. you're wearing every day, John. I mean, does it matter? No, no. My underwear's the same. I okay. load it from one side, I grab from the other side. I just, whatever's the next day, I just grab them. Okay. And that's what I'm wearing. Like, it's I don't, like, uh, you don't need like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly, where he has all the same clothes. Because then there's no choice. You just pick the next like, thing. That's yeah. like a Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Steve Jobs. Yeah, right? same thing. Yeah. Didn't Elon Musk do the same thing recently? Where he Probably. sold all his homes. Yeah, he has yeah, a yeah, tiny yeah. home now, right? Yeah, he yeah but now he lives with his friends. His friends He's are like, like couch surfing. You're a billionaire. Why the hell are you <laughs> Get off my couch. But why is he doing that? You know what I mean? Like the guy could own as much homes. Well, easily, yeah. But it's just his philosophy, I guess, right? Yeah, but he keeps having kids. <laughs> he ain't got no yeah. house to give him or place to put him, but he can play the kids. He can put him in space. <laughs> but most people aren't that systematic, right? Most people mm. have too much, and then mm. they only use what they're going to use. But then, yeah. yeah, so the whole philosophy of that movie is like, well, why not just have, if you could have like a wardrobe of like 10 things, I think it's like 10 or 21, I forget the number, but if you're able to just have the things that you need, then imagine the kind of freedom that you'll have yeah. from from just being enslaved to yeah all this nonsense but i can see like somewhere like john maybe even devin they need a little bit wider wardrobe of things to wear because they're constantly on film you yeah, can't yeah. Be wearing the same shirt here and three <laughs> wearing the same shirt at another yeah, event yeah, that was like, actually a, that was actually something i was thinking about this morning i got up and went wait which shirt did i wear like yeah that? so you know they gotta consciously <laughs> you gotta think about it think yeah. about it right, right or at right. least get rid of this after you wear it once and buy a new one maybe mm. to replace you know but <laughs> yeah it's different right like for me nobody cares what the hell i wear you know so i just I just grab it from the top of the laundry pile. I'm in radio. Supposedly, nobody cares what I wear either. No, but you're doing commercials. <laughs> you got to dress up and do public appearances. This guy's on stage. It's a kind of different way of looking at it, you know? And yeah, I mean, I th- it's to me, it's very interesting as something that I probably would have done when I was younger. Mm, yeah. You know? Mm, I yeah. remember one time I was in Taiwan. Oh, we can talk about Taiwan. Too. Yeah, Taiwan. But I was in Taiwan <laughs> on, on tour, and I'm in this hotel room, and it's basically a small closet, bed, one room with a mm. bed and a desk and then a bathroom and I was lying there and I'm like you know if I didn't have a wife and kids and stuff I could live in just this space that's all you need there was no kitchen but then in Taiwan you just go downstairs and there's like restaurants right, right. See, like but that's the part that you <coughs> left off the end that that is a gigantic part right the if I didn't kids. have a wife yeah, and yeah, yeah, kids yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of blows the whole thing out of the water I right think you get lonely though well, I'm, why? I could still go <laughs> no, to friends' house John and hang out with people. Yeah, you're like yeah. a hermit anyway. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> no, want to deal with people. All I'm saying anyway. is that yeah, I didn't. Perfect. I don't need like I had my guitar, my computer, some clothes. I'm like, I don't feel like I need any more stuff because I would just watch TV on my computer. John never had a like like us guys. We partied, right? We were sociable, right? right, right. People, and then we kind of mellowed out over the years. He's a one man party. He was just <laughs> mellow out. <laughs> yeah, I think he was born like this. He just came out going. Nah, I don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's born a he was born a, a old grumpy man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I was. Get off my lawn, <laughs> you know. Birds, stop crapping on my house. You probably saved a lot of money that way. You didn't have to pay for all these drinks at the bar and going out. Yeah, <laughs> beer runs, right? Well, his, yeah. his drinks got paid for because he was working at the. Well, that's why well, didn't, so, didn't drink anyway? You didn't so. drink, so. The person you are now is drastically different from the person you were in LA. I hope so. Right? Yeah. With the partying and the and the, oh, the, definitely. the you know the excess amount of whatever you were doing. Yeah. But was back there did you consider yourself normal or extreme back when there? When I was then? No, yeah, yeah. I thought I was normal. I was so everybody like was like, like you. Yeah, it's like what everyone else is doing. Where are they now? Uh that's a good question. I did mean, they, did, they, did you see them a lot in change or you see them I still? I think a lot of that? them did. Okay. And then you always have those guys that are still in their 40s and doing the same thing that they were doing in their 20s. There's always, there's always that crowd. There's always right? a couple, man. Yeah, there's yeah. always a few. Yeah. yeah. One of the craziest <laughs> nights that I can remember is um, I was in Whittier. And was we were at the st- library? No, 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 no. <laughs> we, had, we, had, we had a gig, you know. And uh, the Doubletree Hotel had free taco night. 
Disco, oh. Disco Taco Night there you at go. the Double Tree Hotel. The crowd that free taco night after midnight. <sighs> oh man! At a disco in a oh, Double yeah, Tree Hotel, oh, and and they're not they're not the youngsters, you know. Yeah. These are these are older folk listening to disco music and uh, yeah. I was like, wow, who 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 goes to these things? <laughs> like you know, like I mean, we there was nothing else to eat. Everything was closed, yeah, yeah. so we went down to see if there was any tacos. All the tacos were gone by the time we got down there, but we just sat there for a while, just watching these people drink and eat tacos <laughs> <laughs> and dance to disco, and it was some of the most interesting characters oh, I've ever seen sure. in my life, you know. <laughs> But yeah, there are people out there. They're still partying it out yeah. well into They're their sixties. Not, not anybody sitting at this table, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those things are over. Yeah, they really are. Okay, it's okay. So, it's okay. So, so beyond just. And yeah, now we're gonna talk about Thailand. Uh, no, no, not Thailand. Uh, Taiwan. Well, Taiwan, Taiwan, Taiwan. Taiwan. Sorry. Wait, before we do that though. So, yeah, yeah. So would you say that it wasn't just the plan of paying off debt, but it was the mm. lifestyle that you took on? It was lifestyle. That's a huge part of it too. Yeah. No, for yeah, sure. Yeah, How did you get your wife to buy into this, man? It was a lot of discussions, and it was uh, well, like her, like dad was also into investing and stuff like that too. Okay. So I think for her, a lot of the hurt or like a lot of the precaution that she had was like, oh, is this like a like some kind of scheme or, or like mm, are, yeah. are you just giving money yeah. and then we're gonna lose that money? Yeah. But this is like Amway. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> right, right, right. no, like it's all those reservations. But yeah. Twelve months to see a return like you have. Yeah, they say it actually working, you know, and she's fast, like, okay, okay, you know? yeah. yeah. And then once we started kind of moving from, you know, different sorts of investments to doing more real estate. I mean, like, we're buying property. Like, yeah, we have 10 homes now. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so we just closed on our 10th home this past July. And so once she started kind of seeing the momentum, then she was like, okay, this thing's, like, for real. It's not just, yeah. Okay, but, you know, at what point do you feel you need to be doing this? Because, okay, let's say you own 10. If I own 10 homes, I'll be like, I'm gonna retire right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you still yeah, got mortgages cruise. to pay. You still yeah, got bills no, that's and right. repairs I, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. You gotta get people yeah. to live there. You gotta. Yeah, do you're still running like a business, yeah. right? Mm. So, then you become a landlord. Yeah. So a lot right. of people think like, oh, you have ten homes, you can just retire. Well, if I sold everything, yeah, I could. But then we're thinking more. Well, we want to create legacy, right? We want to think mm -hmm. about if we have children, mm. and then if things happen, you know, like we want them to be well provided for. So the goal is like, how can we set up? Um, a system where, yeah, it, it goes beyond us. Yeah. And then even for now, too, well, I don't want to be working until I'm 60 or 70. Yeah. I want to retire in my 40s. You're yeah. <laughs> so so setting up a trust. Okay. Yeah. So that's our mentality now. Oh, it's like, I want to retire yeah. before I'm 50. That's and my, and uh, not all goal. these homes are, are in Hawaii, though, right? What is that? Oh, not all the homes are in Hawaii. Maybe yeah, yeah. It's a mix of, yeah, we have three homes in Hawaii, and then Alabama, Tennessee, uh, wow. uh, Missouri. Wow. Uh, how, how, do you, how do you handle the, the distance uh, managing? Internet. <laughs> it's the beauty of the mm, internet, yeah. Man. So just having good teams, property managers, um, what is it, real estate advisors, mm -hmm. you know, just strategic people, right, that we know that we're networked with and that we can trust. And then um, having the, the right tax people, doing more tax strategies versus just, you know, getting your taxes done, right? And so mm. just looking at all these different things a little differently, has kind of helped like yeah just having this holistic view of finances versus like oh we're just going to do real estate or we're just going to do so one you know you talk about being a minimalist <laughs> yeah. lifestyle yeah. and you talk about investing property right but either or would make you pretty a pretty well off person sure even but why not do both if right? you, yeah but if, but if you could be a minimalist yeah. and not be <laughs> minimalist yeah and not look and still sure save money just by yeah. doing that right but I think everyone's heart <laughs> take a sip of soda take a sip of soda minimalist there you go good man but everyone yeah. wants to uh, accelerate the process right mm. yeah right because even though you're a minimalist you still gotta work Mm, yeah. yeah, it's just and a matter I mean, of how long. I mean, basically, you have offense and defense, right? You can either mm. try to create more income, or you can pull back on what you're spending on, right? Those yeah. are your two levers that you can can pull. So, yeah. what Alex is saying is, if you, if you try to maximize both sides, right? Then yeah, it's gonna it's just gonna get you there faster. Yeah, my, so, yeah. My mentality is, I'm not that kind of guy, right? Like. John mm. is a really good guitar player. Yeah, I'm a crappy guitar player, and I'm all, I own more guitars than him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you do. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Had I sell all my guitars and not even thought about buying them in the first place, mm. I'll be richer. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, you'd probably just spend the money on something else. Skateboards. Yeah. 
pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> or you got you a lot minimal, of those too. Or if you were a minimalist, you just get that super nice guitar that you've always wanted. And one good right? skateboard. And one good skateboard. And but that's then, it. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Oh. And then you just use that every day. Yeah. So I mean, you joke at me about buying a bunch of stuff, but you almost as bad as me. No, you buy it and you hide it. <laughs> well, I have to hide it. That's what I mean. Otherwise, I my wife anything. finds it and I get in oh, trouble. Your wife can ground you if she found what you uh, bought. No, no, that's true. I don't hide anything. <laughs> Sherry knows what I buy. Yeah, your wife just rolls her eyes and goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's at some point making a decision. Yeah, you have right? to be, and then be committed to it, right? Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, Yeah, because the thing, the thing that comes up for us, too, and it changes once you have kids. Sure, yeah. Is, um, you know, well, your kids are, are young for only so long, mm. right? So then when it comes, to, so the thing that trips me up is things mm. like trips, Mm-hmm. Or, or all things these for them. incidental kind of yeah, things. Yeah, because it's right? like, well, like making memories kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> like, because we, we've gone to Japan and it's like, okay, I'm going to pay for that because, mm. you know, they're only, once they hit 18, they're, the chances yeah. of us going as a family all together sure. is, is pretty, pretty rare. You, you got to treasure that. Time, so, right? so then there's some expenses that come up from that because yeah. you want to create those kind of, not just you know, some, <laughs> lots. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so like I said, I think mm-hmm. I think uh, before kids is a good time. To, Great time, yeah. To, mm-hmm. to try to push this thing. Yeah, so that when you have the energy, right? When you have the yeah. the focus, right? But you know, I can understand. Yeah, once you start having kids, it's a whole different. Yeah. Game. Be, well, yeah. also, you, I mean, you have a you have a partner who's who believes in what you guys are doing. So, I mean, it, it would be much more difficult if your wife wasn't mm-hmm. buying into it and going, yeah. "Can we?" buy the car now we <laughs> yeah. have to buy another house but she's you know uh, i mean you you uh partnered well in yeah, that, yeah. You know, your wife. Everything yeah. Down. yeah we have one yeah. car yeah. um yeah we just try oh, to keep wow. everything very wow. simple yeah see so i did, did all my reckless today or what, what did well, you get some like, she like works at home and then oh okay and then it forces us to communicate better too right yeah like, yeah for me we, i i did all my reckless gambling risky stuff before i got married mm. So she knew what she was going to get into. <laughs> you know, like I didn't go, uh, we got married, I quit my stable job, and I'm going to start one clothing company tomorrow. Mm. You know, I did it all before we got oh, married. Oh, that's uh, what you mean. Yeah, so she knew what she was going to get into. You yeah, know, yeah. I didn't have to convince her or anything. <laughs> so, like, oh, I'm going to be dragging your ass around till, you, till we die, okay? <laughs> <laughs> In, but and actually, then that's that's both of us. Yeah. yeah. But for him, mm. his wife got on board, makes yeah. life a lot easier, yeah, right? Just, well, but she's you also know, and, seeing the... And seeing the pro- progress yeah. and the reward yeah. from it, too, yeah. together is, is a reward. It's, My wife just sees process. toys and asatos, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite the same. Oculus is. Yeah. Okay, so real quick, I think I think we can cover one more topic before, yeah, yeah. before we wrap. But uh, Taiwan, so you did your mission Taiwan. missionary yeah, work there. I was, I was there for three years. Three years. In, uh, Wait, Taiwan. missionary work? Yeah. So yeah, um, I was a missionary so for for three years in Taiwan in 2010 to 13. For the for the church? Yeah, for, for church. I was helping out with the church plant. Um, Is it, sorry, uh, did, what arm <laughs> area of yeah? Of, Is this uh, LDS or? Oh, I was in Taipei. No, 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 no. The the the, the type the, of church. Yeah. The oh, the type, type of church. church. Yeah. Oh, it was. Uh, um, I don't think it was a fort, but it was a uh, Christian church. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but just curious because no, I. No, no, yeah. yeah that that kind. These guys don't care about that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it only matters to me because I'm the one who's a Christian. So right. I was just like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I got sent out by our church. We, yeah, yeah. We did a few short-term mission trips to Taiwan, and my folks are originally from uh, Tainan and Kaohsiung, which is the wow. south side. Yeah, and so I always had a heart to at least spend a season there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so my church sent us out, or sent me out yeah. um, for a little bit, and then from there I got to help with the church plant. I was there for about like a year, and then partnered up with another church, another organization called Asia for Jesus, and then from there I traveled all around Asia. Oh, um, I didn't Singapore, know that. Singapore, Philippines, wow. Hong Kong. Um, huh? How do you get compensated when you do those missionary things? <laughs> it was all support. It was all support. Yeah. But when you do missionary work, you're gonna get paid for doing missionary work. It's not a fundraising so chilly for no, this no, 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 thing, right? I mean, like, yeah, oh. no, it's good that you mentioned this because because yeah. uh, this was the light bulb moment for me where when I was a missionary, this was before I started doing all of my investing. But I was struggling. I was living, ah. you know, mm. month to month, and yeah. I was like, yeah. well, it would have been different if oh, we yeah, yeah. would have been different. <laughs> it would have been different if I didn't have to. Um, struggle in that sense right it would have changed like yeah. where i can mm. put my energy and and so when i came back here that was like like my kind of light bulb moment where i was like okay i'm not gonna and then from there i learned how to live simply because like john's hotel right that's like the kind of like the place that i stayed in was yeah. like, super simple and then i knew i wasn't there to 
live forever so i never invested in furniture or whatnot but i was like wait you can live this simply and still be pretty content mm. and so that was kind of like a lot of light bulbs kind of went off mm. from there and wow, i think about those big big cities um i mean i'm sure u.s is the same way sure, yeah. is you know you're in your room but there, there's a lot just downstairs oh. within walking distance you never so. need to cook you never need yeah. to yeah mm. just food is dirt cheap right mm. yeah, yeah. So you can live right really i know simple. it's like 30 cents for yeah. a big plate of food you yeah. go hey Oh, that's so if you had to live anywhere else but Hawaii right now, where would you move your your wife and your oh, man. future family yeah, to? We talk about this a lot. Maybe Japan or Korea. Mm. My wife is is passionate about North Korea, the whole reunification thing. Oh. Yeah. So she oh, was really? actually part of a nonprofit that um, sends people out to North Korea. Wow! So she wants to actually move there one day, but we'll see. <laughs> Wait, she wants to move, she wants like, to move oh, there. Um, let's <laughs> let them uh, reunite first, and then we'll go. <laughs> but yeah, can yeah. she speak the language? She can. She can. Oh. Yeah. She do you know? Do, can you speak? Not a. No? Yeah. Oh. I only know the food names, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah. That's, that's all you need. That one and the bad words, because if there you, you stay go. away from the bad words, yeah. you see the food. I have to know what she's saying. Yeah, exactly. Bad, right? yeah. <laughs> she called me what? Wait. <laughs> there's a unification like they're pushing for that well like they're trying to just unite korea as like really one. yeah so like a lot it seems of like that's so distant it's super distant yeah, yeah it's, it's not gonna it's happen away, it's that would be long, beautiful when that happens ways. yeah oh that would be great yeah. yeah yeah but that's you know what a lot of people that are in south korea they're believing that that, that could that's gonna happen, happen. yeah mm. so did you met your wife through the church or you i met her uh a long time ago at a taco stand in la <laughs> wow what <laughs> So I was hanging out with one of my wait, buddies. Wait, are you sure it wasn't at a double tree? <laughs> one in the morning. Yeah, really late that was my other wife. Yeah. <laughs> wait, okay, she's she's from the she's from LA too. Then she she went to USC. Yeah, she was she was born in Morgan Hill, which is like North California. Oh yeah, and then she went to USC, and then actually my best friend from junior high school was good friends with her in grad school. Oh wow, and that's how we met like years ago. Oh, so when you moved here, were you together already, or did you? No, yeah. So we weren't together. I went through two marriages oh. uh, before her, okay. and then we got reunited. I went on a trip to Israel, and then she was following me on Facebook, <laughs> and then uh, we got kind of reunited through there through Facebook Messenger. Facebook man, Facebook wow. man, my best friend. That's how he met his wife. Facebook. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's a that's lot of marriages that are broken up over Facebook too, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I believe yeah, we can't too. say it's the be all end all. I believe that too. For every for every story that's like this, we're like, oh, we well, got off the yeah. Before that was the evil MySpace. Yeah, yeah well, it's yeah. true. But that's cool. So I mean, uh, I guess my question also too is, uh, mm-hmm. how do you balance the faith portion of what you do yeah. with this? Because this is definitely secular. Like doing the mortgage thing, yeah, making money, trying to retire before, right? No, it sort of it sort of flies in the face yeah. of the stuff that you know you're taught sure. as a Christian, right? Which is yeah, yeah. you give and you did your mm-hmm. you know all your missionary stuff. So yeah, uh, I guess the minimalist thing works. Sure, with it. yeah. But how how have you been able to sort of balance those two? Yeah, things? no, that's it's it's funny. That's something that we're actually trying to explore right now to mm-hmm. see if that's even. A possibility where we can kind of bridge the two right mm-hmm. faith and finances because mm-hmm. usually when you learn a lot about finances within church it's it's all like dave ramsey stuff like super how do you create your budget sheet like, it's <laughs> like well everyone should be knowing how to do that anyways yeah. right yeah but most people don't know how to advance and go beyond just how to create wealth yeah. yeah and so we're realizing hey it's time for well especially with inflation you got the recession like things aren't gonna slow down for the next yeah. few years so you know, just to be able to help people get into it. It needs a radical mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I believe, like, unless you start thinking radically, then either people are going to be stuck or they're just going to be, yeah, like in these cycles of debt or just bad behavior or whatever it is that's just never going to help them advance or free them up to do what they're really called to do. But, um, yeah, so we're just starting to explore, like, yeah, like, what, is that, what does that look like? Yeah, and that's cool, man. By, by the way, I just had this thought. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, what do you guys think about this? What? Okay. It's a YouTube channel. Okay? Right. Kind of like maybe maybe it's a game show format. I, d- I don't have it all out in my mind yet. But you get couples. Okay? <laughs> and they come in unknowingly. And the game is they have to swap phones and unlock it. And the other person in the couple <laughs> can look through anything they want on your phone. What do you want? Divorce? Yeah, I know. <laughs> is this a new version of divorce court yeah, for you? Yeah, yeah. What's what, wrong with you? Who's going to sign up for that? Why would you? Wouldn't what? that? Wouldn't that be? Uh, wouldn't that be interesting TV? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would oh. feel sorry for that couple. I know. <laughs> maybe it's That's not a the couple. Terrible maybe, idea. Maybe people will be chasing after you. Yeah. In your well, they car, have like man. the show Cheaters, right? That but that was gone a long time ago. I man. know, but I'm saying, would you, <laughs> would you would you be nervous if if you had to just unlock your phone, let your your significant other just look through whatever? She we have an open phone policy for our marriage. Yeah, so I would not, like, but I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's couples out well, there. Because like, your that phone is full with yeah, pictures of your wife, out. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I think that'd be a kind of <laughs> someone, someone online. You can take that, run with it. Yeah, and Devin will be the first contestant. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the absolutely last, not. Maybe the last two. <laughs> absolutely not. No. If I ever wanted to get a divorce, it's the first show I would go on. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. I think it would. No, it would not be fun. Yeah, that, that's well, not, not a good idea, bro. That's really not a good idea. Jim. Watching people's lives get ruined. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just idea. no. No. You monetize that. It's like Jerry Springer. I know, or but you'd see that's why he's not around anymore. He's you that. can call the show by sessions. Like <laughs> yeah. see you later. Right? Yeah, by, it's like exactly by sessions. By sessions. <laughs> Latest <laughs> sessions. <laughs> All right, it's just something one. that kind of crossed my mind as we were talking. Dude, normally, <laughs> normally I try to be open-minded about things with you when you come up with these crazy-ass ideas. But every well, so often, you have one that I'm well, like, that's I gotta shoot that down. That's an right interesting away. thought, though, that both you guys feel that you should not have to be able to allow your significant other look at your phone. Yeah. Like, I don't know. For me, it's like, why Why would I have anything to hide from my spouse? Well, I don't know. It's two, two on two yeah. over here. Well, yeah. I know a lot of couples, they merge their Facebook accounts yeah. once they get married, right? Just to oh, avoid... Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, but is that because in of insecurities yeah. or is that because they trust each other? Probably a little of both, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, my wife doesn't even use her Facebook. She just looks at my Facebook to... To look at people's stuff. Yeah, to look at other yeah. people's mm. stuff. So that that's not a problem. Oh. But yeah. Yeah. That, that may be an entirely different conversation. <laughs> Get your lawyers on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. my wife doesn't listen uh, to I, our podcast. Like I said, no. I just, it just came up to me. Like, it's not a okay. thought out. It's okay. not a thought out project. Yeah, it just, well. It just came right out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah I know. It just, yeah, boom, it. right there. Okay. Yeah. That's what people listen to the podcast yeah. for. That's right. When John He's has those ideas and he gets that smile and you go, oh, shit. Oh, oh crap. <laughs> before, we, before we go into the last part, I just wanted to ask okay, you one okay. question. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you had a light bulb moment when you went to Taiwan. Right, right. Before that, the light bulb moment that made you stop your lifestyle in L.A. and change, what was that? Was mm. that your illness or was that you coming here or what was, what was the whole? It was probably like my faith story, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, before I was just pursuing, yeah, I wanted to be an artist. I want to make a lot of money. Wanted to be well known, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but none of that was. It was all pretty empty, mm-hmm. and I was kind of lucky to realize that at an early age. Yeah, I was like what twenty four, twenty five, and I was already working. Yeah, like at a big five, almost making six figures, but working sixty hours a week. I was drinking a lot, and mm. it was just not. It was not a good lifestyle. Yeah, it's lonely as heck, depressed as heck. Mm. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, there's gotta be more to this. Not too many people see that other side and until jump, later and on. Jump to it, yeah. Way later on, yeah. So I was blessed to, yeah, just to kind of figure that out early. Mm. But yeah, that's well, cool. Well, that is a good note to go out on. <laughs> <laughs> so Alex, thanks again for no, coming in, man. Me, this yeah. is a lot of fun, and uh, Super fun. there's more topics we can cover. So we'll probably sure. come back at some point. In the meantime, our YouTubers, Whoa. thank you. So, Three things. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, that was the last segment. Yeah, I know. That's why he said we're gonna do the other thing. Sorry, I totally forgot. <laughs> See, you get the I'm, one I'm, idea, I'm, and then that's I'm it. I'm thinking bro. about phones and. Co- okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like sorry. When I get home, I'm gonna look at my watch. There's phone. one more thing, Alex. <laughs> 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 no, one more thing we gotta do. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. We are a music channel. Okay. And so we have this question that we ask all of our guests. I'm sure. If you were stranded on a desert island for the rest of eternity, you can only bring three albums with you to Ooh. listen for the rest of eternity. Man. What would those three <laughs> albums be? Yeah. I'm not really too... Uh, I listen to a lot of Spotify now, so I don't buy albums. Okay, just okay. stream stuff. Or three yeah. artists. You know yeah, three too. artists. Yeah, yeah, because, okay, yeah, yeah. we're having that problem with See, them. now we're showing your... Yeah, now yeah. you're showing that you're younger. Yeah, the, sure. Right? The yeah. youth of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shake my uh, All these kids nowadays, yeah. I tell you. Yeah, a lot of it is worship stuff. So Elevation, worship, probably. I stream okay. a lot of, like, lo-fi stuff, so some random lo-fi what, what, what is lo-fi it's it's all just what? instrumental music so you can pick any genre you can pick hip-hop oops uh, jazz or whatever just put lo-fi and then it's just music you can zone out to 
So oh. if you're studying or if you're maybe like you're working, but you want some kind of background ambient, but you don't want like lyrics. So it's, you know, you're not yeah. singing. So there's no known bands or anything. It's just no, no, no. Oh, it's okay. just all instrumental stuff. Yeah, so there's some really interesting beats. Hmm. Yeah. That are, so I love like, you know, hip hop, jazz combination kind of Can stuff. Can you lo-fi Hawaiian music? Yeah, yeah. They have, they have really? lo-fi Hawaiian music. Yep. Well, you're looking that, that up on like YouTube and uh, stuff? Spotify. Or? Spotify. Yeah, oh, yeah. Try so if you lo-fi yeah. anything. Wait, wait. But is it because... If you type in like um, live stream Hawaiian music on YouTube, yeah, there's like these channels that just live stream, but it's sure. not, it's not what I would consider. It's a lot of like mm, what a touristy yeah, person would no, think fully, is Hawaiian yeah. music, but it's not Hawaiian music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so is it like that kind of a little bit? I mean, I think okay. there's some that might be more yeah specialized, but I think a lot Got of it. it's okay. more kind of hmm. yeah. But you do okay, so over. You do explore that. You do some some, uh, some worship uh, music, <laughs> some lo-fi, some lo-fi, streaming, lo-fi jazz, yeah. hip hop. Okay, um, yeah, just I love old school jazz too. Like I don't mm. know, guys like Charlie Parker, Culture, wow. um, Duke Ellington, that kind of stuff. So, when you say guys, lo-fi, it's L O W or L O F I. L O F I. Yeah, okay. it's what all the millennials are like. When like somebody first told me that term, I was like, what the heck does that mean? So yeah. I had to. I had to Google it to figure it out. But yeah, okay. it's a thing. It's a thing. Okay. We'll look that up right now. Lo-fi. In my phone, which my lo-fi. wife will not see. <laughs> just so every time we have dinner or like guests over, we just lo-fi, lo-fi. something. Yeah. Hmm. And it's I can see how that would be helpful on a desert island. Because yeah. you're doing yeah. a lot of work. You just have that in Cracking the coconuts yeah. or climbing trees <laughs> or fishing. <laughs> whatever you're you know? doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The lo-fi in the background. Talking yeah. through your volleyball. We're talking to Wilson, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. So we have, we have worship, lo-fi, and then you said, what was the third one? Oh, uh, Coltrane. Some, yeah, some yeah like maybe jazz. some okay. old school jazz. Yeah. All right. Like very improv very stuff. I love anything with improvisation. Old soul. I have old Alex soul. Yeah. All right. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, now, thank you, Alex. Yeah. We'll bid adieu to our YouTubers, and we will see you all next week. Have a good one. Get it. <laughs> Bye.